0: Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 236. Today's episode begins a new arc in our series, Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for Wesnoth video game, 30 some years after the Eastern Invasion mainline campaign. It is played using Edge Studios' Genesis role playing system, with occasional references to the Mythic Game Master emulator's event meaning tables for inspiration. This is Whirlwind Tour of Weldon. While Raji's caravan spends a few days unloading and reloading in Weldon, Trick and Hepa enjoy all that the capital of Westnoth offers. The nosy and meddlesome elves uncover more secrets of the past about necromancers, and about Alric's family. This arc contains major spoilers for the Battle for Westnoth campaign, The South Guard, and of course, spoilers for Eastern Invasion. There are also references to the rise of Westnoth and heir to the throne. Stick around after the episode for some GM notes if you're interested. For the story up to this point, visit our website, diceystories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. We're starting the session with you healing your critical from last week. Excellent.
1: Wake up the next morning still discouraged.
0: It's the morning of your approach to Weldon.
2: And I'm like, oh yeah, I feel, oh, I'm sore today.
0: Yeah, the mud that like hit you, it left a bruise behind, you didn't realize it. A pretty bad one, I guess. Three purples is the difficulty and you have your three L's. that is it. I got a lot
2: of threats, but <laughs> I succeeded.
0: Wait, so how many magical threats?
2: Four. Oh.
0: <laughs> so I have something to spend the three threats on. I'm not sure if I should tell you what it is or not, though. Or whether you should just see its repercussions. I guess you guys are very good at separating player and character knowledge, so I can just tell you. It's up to you. Whatever you prefer, yeah. So you're definitely taking two strain for casting. hmm And then one threat is either going to cause you two strain or a wound. Your choice. Healing,
2: I think, is going to be a wound.
0: And then three threats are going to let all other spellcasters and creatures attuned to magical energies within one day's travel. jeez! Oh, oh, they are all aware that a powerful casting just happened <laughs> I have a question. Is Trick included in that?
1: Yes. That is my question.
0: This doesn't say that anything pertaining to like, oh, only arcane casters or right. only the same like schools you? So I am going to say you feel the magical flow of energy when Hepa casts this heel on herself. And
1: it's is it like it's an uncontrolled? Because it, it is also fake energy.
0: It is it's more fate. than
1: it should should have been for what I needed to do
2: and hurt myself. So there's maybe a, I just pulled too much. There's
0: a few ways we can take this because it was a discouraging. Wound was yeah. the crit. Yeah. And Hepa has previously like expressed some interesting curiosity about mental health. Right. And magic.
2: Oh. Like, okay.
0: You were casting to like make yourself feel better. <laughs> right. 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 Right.
2: <laughs> like the mental thing is something that is like a newer concept for her. So she hurts herself. Trying to do it. You're
0: pulling all this energy through, you know, that hurts your system. So, okay, so, like, when Hepa woke up that morning with her discouraging wound, she, like, still feeling bummed out about how, like, some of her magic didn't work. Like, something was affecting her mood, right? She was still feeling discouraged. But it's going
2: to have to be something that's critical enough that she recognizes that it needs to be healed.
0: Or that just makes her curious to see, like, can I do something to alleviate this mood? Right. Because... She has done stuff before just experimentally. Yeah. And she has before expressed some interest in, like, is it possible to, like, deal with depression and things like that in a magical way? And, like, you guys are on the caravan on the last day on the approach to Weldon. You're not expecting anything to go wrong. Right,
2: right, right. The thing is I want to make sure it's something she recognizes that she needs to heal or that healing magic would do. Maybe it's just you're not completely focused.
0: So you're feeling off.
2: Yeah, right? like, and you must be really off. Like, right. why
0: am I... Maybe you have a concussion, right? Right, like, right. you got knocked over by the mud. Or maybe you've got an aneurysm, yeah. like, about to happen, because you did all that casting. Right, right. So, so those might be things running through her mind of, like, ooh, I better heal Exit. this. Yeah, yeah. So you, you do address that problem. Right. But you pull so much fey energy, like, through yourself. Hapa, you yourself do not realize... Right, ...that right. you have just... Made yourself a beacon, right? But Trick feels this movement of energy. Trick, if you want to make a perception check, sure. You would look around to like try to be like, what is this? Like, what's going on? Like, what is this? Did you think it was
1: windy or something like that? It, it, it
0: doesn't feel like physical, right? So you can make a perception how check. How difficult do you think this is? I'm gonna make it three purples, and this just kind of like helps inform how we describe your experience yep. here.
1: I fail with two advantages and a triumph.
0: <laughs> I'm casting
1: magic. Now. Magic's a point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, you feel like that there is something magical going on and you feel that Hepa is the center of it. Okay. But you don't necessarily, like, know that she caused it. That's a result of your failure there.
1: Okay. I thought some potential advantages or triumphs that might be good for track or Griffith's story. Okay. Trick is immediately like looking around like what is this most like fast forward of the caravan there's no response whatsoever ever. But like he can see Tomas and Tomas clearly also responds in some way.
0: Yes, Tomas does look around. And Fion also is looking around eyes wide, like I just felt something magical. I didn't even get to school yet.
1: And I think this will force Trick to confront you. I was like,
2: I guess it is magic. <laughs> Hmm. Good, maybe we'll be prepared for all the undead that
1: I'm going to be drawing
0: to us. Look, it's not, it's more like, I don't know. You're a magical boy, Trick. You're You're a magical boy. You have to accept it.
1: Huh. Uh, But something focused on on Hepa. Does Hepa look okay? Is she also confused?
0: She's
2: probably writing down, like, okay, so you can do, like, she's writing her findings with the healing.
0: She doesn't look confused. She actually looks to be in a good mood. I mean, I think, that, that I think
2: she knows break. she hurt herself, so right. she's
0: like, "But that happens." But you're no longer discouraged. Yeah,
2: yeah, and she learns something about a mental malady, so she's excitedly writing on her map. Unless it's like a
1: human-based thing, and maybe Hepa doesn't notice. I, Hepa, do you feel? Did you feel that? Did you feel anything?
2: No. What?
1: Something... No, I was,
2: I was healing myself. I didn't. <laughs> You've healed yourself before. <laughs> I'm actually more wounded than when I started.
0: <laughs> okay, But you don't have the critical injury. Yeah yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I don't know. There was just... You've been hit by, like, a wave of water, but there's no water there, just, like, that mist. It's like... You look around and... She's gonna look up. Is it rain? Like, is it no, rain? did you like, do... There's no water, but did you do anything else when you were healing? Uh, like what? I don't know. Is there some signaling component somehow to... Do you mean when I was
2: casting the healing? Yes. No, I just did a normal healing. What did you sense?
1: It was like a wind, but you can't feel it on your face. But you can feel it.
2: Probably didn't notice because I was
1: busy with the healing. I don't think that's normal, though. Unless, like, it was a really... Did I look really distracted? Did I lose time? I wasn't paying attention until I felt it. You know, and I'm sure Tomas or whatever is probably still even doing that.
0: Tomas is actually making his way down the caravan towards you two.
1: Okay. Within a day's travel. <laughs> yeah, a day's travel. It's going to be busy. <laughs>
0: who, who needs plot? You know, the, like,
1: human magic, there's always a bright flash of light. Was there a bright flash of light? No, there was no light, but it was that kind of signal. I didn't notice it. You were probably busy making yourself feel better. But you, you feel okay? When, I, when knows. I
2: cast healing, and I don't usually have... Like, I can still sense stuff. It's not like I'm so out of it.
0: No, I mean Eppa is sometimes just distracted in general because okay. of her personality. But okay, so maybe you're aware to... of your environment when you're. Well, testing. I mean it was. You know you pull too much. You know you've done that before. You yeah. hurt yourself trying to disinebriate yourself. Yeah,
2: yeah, time. and also it was like a head wound that she was working on, so it wouldn't surprise her. If she didn't notice. No, I didn't notice. I mean, I was a little distracted. I did have, I did pull a little bit too much energy, but also it was a like head wound, so. Okay. I might not have been paying attention.
0: So you had a triumph on this, and you had... But I failed. Two advantages. Yes. But you're having this discussion with HEPA now. Yes. So I think we could...
1: Should a, a lower check be made?
0: You spent some of these bonuses for like realizing that like other people were aware and were coming down and stuff like that as well. I think with this discussion, and HEPA just explicitly mentioning that... She pulled more energy than usual. I think you don't need the lore check. Okay. I think you can just realize and remember that Glamour said that the gift of the gab that you two share has a tendency of drawing negative attention sometimes. This oh. this is enough for you to realize that like magic is not all done just in your it's personal not
1: sphere. It's just internal.
0: Right. Even though you already knew... Intellectually, that like you're pulling from the fae energy, and that's some sort of like global thing, right? But this is like kind of the realization that like whenever we cast, we are taking a chance of making our presence known on a broader scale through magical energy. Right. So it's just an awareness that that danger exists. Magic is not always the best choice. How you choose to discuss that with Hepa and right. how you choose to. Not modify your behavior is <laughs> up to you.
1: Right, right. Do,
2: do you think there's a spellcaster around here or something? Is that what you're saying? Like a mage?
1: No, I think that's just. I don't, maybe it's something they ship in an advanced sorcerer semester, but it was like. It was very obvious something was coming from you. Oh, you think I did it? I mean, you said you were healing yourself. It happened yeah, just now. It wasn't like just... negative vibes, it was like a refreshing breeze for just a moment.
2: But I didn't. Slightly I... minty. I didn't notice...
1: Wait, you could sense magic? It must be my Elvis heritage.
0: Maybe, Well, maybe I pulled more than I realized. At this point, Tomas comes down. Good morning, friends!
1: Good morning. Are you all right?
0: I am much recovered. Hepa's apothecary ability has helped Henrik and Tomas heal the remainder of their wounds at double speed. And so Tomas is recovered from his... Nagakuts, since it was a few more days travel. Sir so Tomas asks, what excitement is there this morning? We're not under attack, surely, here in the open fields with Weldon just up beyond that hill. He pulls out his wand. I'm ready for more danger if that's the case.
1: So you're thinking of becoming a battle mage, then?
0: You know, I did just have that whole internship with the white mages, but but I didn't promise them anything. You know, the red mages, they have a lot going for them, too. I, I don't have to make my decision yet.
1: I guess Trigolus, like, are those the only two choices?
0: Mm. You can make a...
1: Should this be charm?
0: It would be perception versus his cool.
1: How cool is Tomas? I mean, depends who you ask.
0: Well, Fionn thinks he's pretty cool. However, the GM only thinks he's two girls.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and
2: that's what's important. One failure.
0: So Tomas' answer to your question is a, is pretty much like, those are the only two that matter. Um, and you fail to perceive that yeah. he's he's not necessarily lying, right? But you fail to perceive that he's, like, concealing some right. aspect of response to that question.
1: Yeah. Uh, so there's two sides of human magic.
2: Yeah, Hepa's still puzzling out the... How far away was Thomas? Like, four or five carts away. Because Trick was right next to her. But rain, there could be range. So did you sense anything? Did you say magical wind?
1: That's what it was. Like. I think it a very brief, refreshing breeze, but you can tell from the birds there was no breeze.
0: Well yes, that's why I'm here, to see if there's anything we need help. you need help with. So, you could sense it. Powerful magics have been worked nearby. They were centered on you. You, Hepalonia. I don't think they were that powerful.
2: <laughs> I was doing a little bit of healing that I think got a little out of hand. You could tell all the way down the cart, or down the line.
0: Why, yes. Perhaps there's wells of power within you you haven't recognized yet. Is there any sort of Alduin that elves go to?
2: Like, school?
0: Like, do you get sent away to the Great Forest to learn your magics? We
2: just learn it in
1: the village.
0: And how many years did you spend studying?
1: I think I need to charm check for that one. (laughs) (laughs) It's a sore topic, isn't it? Years, plural.
0: What's your cool? Well, what what do you mean by
1: studying this? (laughs) What's your cool? Two greens. I feel like he's got a point in charm, because he tells a lot of stories.
0: You're right. He does have, like, the showmanship call. He is
1: not naturally present, but...
0: Congratulations, Tomas. You just gained a rank of charm. Success with advantage.
2: Well, I didn't... Fi- I haven't really finished all the classes. I've taken some classes. I guess, is that what they call them in the village? Classes? I mean, you have to learn a lot of
0: different things. I, I feel like we've been calling them classes. <laughs> Sort of been treating them like you're a dab, like a college. And, you, you know, you had a semester of this, and this a season yeah. of that. And, but,
2: but, I mean, she's not, like, a ghost so or anything. She's She knows she's not a powerful man. But I'm not, a like, powerful.
0: And does Hepa have any personal embarrassment about that she's a dabbler? Or is she proud of being no, a dabbler? No, I mean, I don't think... Or is she neutral about it?
2: I think, for the most part, she's... Self-deprecating about, like, what stops. So she, from her perspective, it's her mother's that's like, you've never finished your schoolings. Maybe there's a little shame there, but I don't think she's put that on herself. She just knows that her mother disapproves. So I don't know that she's completely concerned about it, except for now, maybe if she did something wrong.
0: Okay. So Tomas, having succeeded his trauma check, kind of gets the read on you and how you feel about that. And so he's kind of, like, reassuring to you. Right. Um... Right? That, like, for everything he's heard, like, elves are really long-lived, so there's probably lots of time for you to, like, fully grow into control of these energies.
2: Unless it's covered in a class I haven't taken yet.
0: Well, perhaps next time you are home, you can do so.
2: But I didn't sense it at all. I mean, I knew it was a little bit, but not any more than I've had problems with in the past. Did you feel it that time? What time? Have you felt it before? No. Okay. Wonder Like, how about anybody else in the caravan? Does anybody else seem surprised?
0: Fionn is running this way, down the caravan, followed by a slightly taller, red-headed person. Okay. Yelling at Fionn to, like, get back to the goats, while Fionn's like, No, something just happened! Something big!
2: I can feel it! But not everybody seemed to have noticed. Okay, because that's what Hepa's curious about, is now, like, can all humans sense this stuff? Like, she's got this whole sample size now, down the cart,
0: but was it direct? The carts that you were walking along, like, none of those cart drivers turned and stared at you. But
2: which way was I facing? Was I facing where Tomas was?
0: Tomas was back behind you guys, closer towards the end of the train. Trick
2: was next to me, so I wonder if it was all the way around. Well... We
1: can ask around when we encounter any other mages. <laughs>
0: we can ask every mage we meet.
1: Excuse me, do I seem familiar? But do you think everybody sensed it? Butterbell doesn't seem to have sensed it. What about mate? Mate is currently, like, eating a worm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and did not seem to react in any way.
1: He has tied the worm in a knot around his own beak and has gotten a bit stuck.
0: <laughs> How can he do that? Like, he uses his beak to tie knots.
1: Who knows? He sort of tied it, and then the worm tightened itself around his beak. There was another
0: magpie nearby. He's
1: been teaching other magpies knots.
0: The city's now going to be plagued by strange knot tying.
2: <laughs> okay, now, I mean, now Hepa's in her head about, like, theorizing with it. Maybe everybody sensed it, but only Tomos actually knew where it came from and what it was. Do you think other humans could sense
1: fate? Trickle just turned to someone nearby, someone who's like, I don't know. The ha- cart driver? The car driver. The car driver. Excuse me, it, you notice anything strange in the last 20 minutes?
0: Why, no, Ghost Hunter. Do you think they're out and about? It's that car driver. Oh, well. The one you entrusted. I can't it can. pass
1: it up. <laughs>
0: <sighs> you're never, you're um, not even going to reach Walden. <laughs> I can't
1: be sure. It's definitely something I don't think malign, though. Best we just keep driving forward. But I'll keep two eyes out.
0: And Trick gets distracted from his goal. <laughs> But the person did say they didn't notice anything. But then Hep- Heparilla. so you could sense fey energy. You did some great magics of some form or another.
2: I wonder if you could channel it. Don't know if that's a good idea.
0: Uh, Tomas is not sure he's authorized to.
2: Yeah, I know. She, she knows Tomas. He's not going to be. When she says you, she means humans. But she doesn't say that. the scribbles on her map. Yeah, This is very interesting. To put it in her magic theory part,
1: maybe tell Alric about it in her letter. We could ask Tomas, like, so you've encountered signals like this before?
0: Sometimes, like, there's magic demonstrations at school and powerful wizards are visiting guest lecturers and stuff like that. And when they work great wonders, like, you can not just, like, see what they're doing, but also, like, it resonates within you.
2: Does it feel the same? Could you tell a difference between the types of
0: energies? Tomas does not have a vocabulary of flavor for describing these things. Right. Right, like, when he experienced those, he was not able to apply some label to it at the time that he can compare to, like, this sensation. Right.
2: If he doesn't know the difference, maybe a more discerning magical palette would be like, hmm, I detect some
0: grass. Yeah, you need the the wine aficionado version of this. Which maybe you'll meet, because they're aware of you. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. All right, caravan rolls on to Weldon. Enormous walls bedecked with dark blue flags with gold lining. You see the coat of arms also hanging on banners on the walls. The wagon enters the gates, and then you have to cross bridges across water and enter more gates through another set of walls. You don't have a bird's eye view. Only me has a bird's eye view. So you're not exactly sure what the exact geography here is. It could be that they have diverted some of the river to kind of make these moat-type things. Or it could be that parts of Weldon are actually built on things that were islands on the edge of the river here. But what you are experiencing as a caravan makes its way through is that there's several concentric circles, sort of of moat-type space that has to be crossed. You see also signs of rebuilding and old damage. Uh, Weldon itself is a very old city, but you know that the end of the war was fought here. And 30-ish years later, there is still visual evidence like not everything has been repaired. When you get into the city, the caravan heads to this kind of warehousey district and at this point, you can get your payout from Rodri. Your pay is six coins a day, and it was, I'm going to say, 10 days total for the journey to get here. So Rodri gives you each year 60 coins. They say that the caravan is moving on in two or three days, continuing on now by proper road, Ooh. and Dan is the next destination. Okay. If you wish to sign on with them again, you are welcome to.
1: We just had to do so before. Too long.
0: Right. So that they will know, like, how many guards they need to look for. The speed of travel will be faster because there are better roads. The likelihood of danger should be less because the center of Welsnoth is more settled.
2: So long as nobody's summoned all the magical creatures within a day's travel, but... yes,
0: But... Depending on like what the deal is with these prisoners, it's possible Rodri will have to transport more of them. So the prisoners are destined for the Fort of Abedas to rule a the bridge there. And Raji doesn't know whether like there's enough of them accumulated that there's going to be a shipment of bridge builders heading out. But if there is, then Rodri expects there'll be more trouble of that sort anyway. Sounds good. So we have a couple days? Yeah, two or three, three days. days. Okay. So, if you do want to continue with Rodri, you can check in with them kind of like each morning or whatever, just to see, like, what's the plan, and if you have no desire to travel with the caravan again, and you would rather just make your own way to Danton, that's also fine, but I wanted you to know it was an option, and would earn you more money. Mm hmm I mean, it seemed like a pretty easy way to...
1: Did. I mean, we'll check in tomorrow morning.
0: If you do sign on with Rodri again... You will be allowed to make a negotiate check.
1: Now that we've got this, all this experience.
0: Right. Like, proven ourselves. To argue that you are level two characters. Ooh. In a West Noth setting.
1: Twelve coins a day?
0: It's possible. You notice that the bag of money being handed to the beard of knots is larger and heftier than the one you've received. They might even be level three in the West Noth accounting.
1: Oh, my goodness.
2: Are they going to Dantong too?
0: Yes. Yes, they are. And uh, Tomas and Fiona are also. Right. And some of the same carters are going because their profession is just driving the carts, and they don't care whose goods are on them. Other people, like Fiona's family, they have arrived at their destination. They'll be selling some of their boats and then taking the rest like out to pasture and back to their little huts down here. So, you are now in Weldon. You have arrived in Weldon midday, and Mate stays within, like, general... Was he
1: exiled from this city
0: somehow?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Kicked out by the magpie uh, gang?
0: Mate's tragic backstory finally comes into play. But he has
2: both feet,
1: so you know it wasn't for true.
0: Mate, it's summer, it's hot out, he's not going to spend his time cooped up inside your backpack hiding from things. So he's out, and he's flying around, and he can be present whenever you want him to be, really. Okay. And... Right now, you've got your saddlebags, like, draped over Butterbell and leading her by the reins, like, through the city as you figure out what to do. It's a city, and it's way bigger than South Tower was. There's hustle and bustle, and at first you might think, like, oh, is there some sort of market festival? No, this is, like, everyday business.
2: Less flower
0: wagons? There's not, like... (laughs) The only things bedecked with flowers... Are the stalls selling flower wreaths and various other types of things. Right. You see a wide variety of humans. They come in all shapes, sizes, and colors. Hair colors vary, Mm -hmm. you know, skin color varies. If you get close enough, eye color varies. What?! If you want to kind of just, like, people watch for a while, then I could have you make, like, perception check to see, like, if you see anything interesting. If you have specific destinations you want to go check out, you can tell me, and then we can get you there.
2: Yeah, I think it would be fun just to kind of see some people. But we could probably go find a place to stable Butterbell and...
1: Finding a place to, get to crash for the night
2: is pretty good. We should go meet Alex's parents. They're I was your, wondering when you were going to suggest that. They're
0: your, your family. That.
1: We should look them up. They're that your is family. technically true.
0: That is debatable.
1: That is sort of okay. You know, they're part of the extended.
0: Kin, right? Alric didn't say like, this is how you and I are related by blood. Yeah, because he didn't know because Right. That's so not interesting I'm think. just saying like being from the same clan does not mean you're related by blood to everybody in that clan. Or else that clan would be having problems. Yes. Well that's why you
1: go meet an elf. <laughs> that's true. Diversify. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's the real reason.
1: Let's Find a place to stay first, because I I wouldn't want to impose on all of Rick's parents.
0: Okay, so I'm hearing stabling Butterbell and finding a place for accommodations for yourself. Yep. Do you have any particular flavor you're looking for in these establishments? Or just the first place with a horse sign hanging out of it?
2: I mean, that's probably going to be HEPA's approach, but if Trick Hat wants like, like if he looks
1: in there, it's like this place isn't very fun or whatever. No, a place with a a stage, of some sort or some sort of venue.
0: Oh, you want to stay in a place that is an entertainment location and not just a flop house.
1: I want to go where everybody will know my name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> HEPA
1: does not care. She
2: so she'll probably start heading in a direction and then you're like, no.
0: If you want it to be stabling Butterbell at the same place you're staying, then that is a higher costing kind of place. Oh. Because there would be, like, people who owned horses. It wouldn't just be, like, some work horses and things like that. I You're see. more likely to encounter people with wealth and standing. Which I don't know if you care about.
1: I don't think cap overly Not that. especially.
0: Okay. Then you can staple Butterbell in some place that's just a dedicated horse place. And say, we'll be back in a couple of days, Butterbell. Have fun <laughs> with other horses. And you can pay three coins for Butterbell's upkeep. All right. Sold All right, and you head to find a place to stay. You want a streetwise check? If you're looking for a seedy location. Not necessarily. I guess streetwise is the urban survival. Yeah. Okay. Uh, You are in a city. Yep. But you are specifically looking for a place with a stage. So I think finding a place to stay would be just one purple Mm die, but you'll have a black die added for your specific requirement. Very well. And the GM will spend a story point. To upgrade the difficulty. Yeah,
2: I don't know that I have anything I can contribute to help, though. keep your eyes open, yeah. Oh, I mean, I can try to, yeah, I can help look.
1: Two successes, four advantages.
0: And how do you wish to spend these advantages? On the quality of the stage? On the percentage the performers receive?
1: Mm, No, 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 those things are silly.
0: (laughs) On the private rooms you could have? I don't know, what's important to check? Also, you have to tell me what the name of this is that I,
1: That's what I was really trying to think of.
2: Maybe what the demeanor of the barkeeper is towards foreign entertainers, or elves.
1: I think open to it because I think the place is called like the Elves Hideout, or some adaptation thereof.
0: I was just saying maybe like something like the Elvish Glade or. or okay. Like yeah, yeah. Hideout is more like.
1: That is true. Like the Elvish Retreat.
0: Okay. Yes.
1: So then having actual elves would be. That's that. That's on brand for them. <laughs>
2: Be nice if there's other ones, but maybe not.
0: And an off
1: chance we encounter an elf, you know, this seems like the place to do it.
0: Okay, so Um, the Elvish Retreat is the inn's name, and it catches your eye because at first you're like, "Hey, wait a minute, are they like saying elves always run away?" (laughs) Maybe, (laughs) but their sign has like trees painted on it and like a bow. But there isn't like, and there's nothing in the picture that that seems like pejorative.
2: Right, right.
0: Oh, we we have
2: to go in there. It's probably like when you go to another country to see what they think American food oh. is like. <laughs> it's an American restaurant. <laughs> do
0: you have fried chicken
1: here? Just trying to think, what is that like? What do the humans of Wel- Weldon think? Elfish cuisine is cuisine is and
2: de- decor and entertainment.
0: Okay.
1: Everything is green.
0: <laughs> yes. So. You enter through the doorway, and even the lintel of the door is, like, carved to be sort of, like, tree, like... How many
2: trees died to make
0: this <laughs> building? <laughs> the building is entirely wood.
2: <laughs> Does it seem Elvish at all in style, or just, like, somebody's idea of what Elvish would be like? Or, like, they're, like, trees. I'm
0: I, um, like... make, like, a...
2: Is that a lore?
0: Uh, no, geography. Geography is, like, the people's and culture's thing. So, make a geography check. What is the difficulty? Average.
1: Okay. Maybe this is what the Great Forest
0: elves decorate like.
2: I mean, do I get a blue dye for being an elf, or no? Yes. Well, I succeed with three advantages.
0: You suspect that whoever did this had an elvish consultant. Okay. Yes, everything is green. Like, you go inside and there's leaf motifs everywhere. But... It's not, like, haphazard. Like, this is an oak leaf, and that's a cherry leaf, and that's a willow leaf. And, like, the patterns and stuff you see are, like, at least self-consistent and things like that.
2: And maybe actual leaves. A leaf you could recognize rather than just somebody's idea of what a leaf might look like.
0: Yeah, and there's, there's, like, houseplants here, too. Like, so there are, like, actual kind of, like, philodendrons, like, going along the rafters. So maybe it
2: does feel a little more forested. Like, once you get in, you're like, oh, this is a little bit more forested. I get it. Okay.
0: You have advantages there. Yeah. Those could go towards disposition of people in the bar. It could go towards types of people present in the bar. Let's go
2: for disposition. So what wants to be liked.
0: (laughs) You you enter the bar. Alric's bar has like (laughs) Rig. <laughs> has like bells right? right that like let him know when somebody comes in or something like that because it's multiple stories and things like that or he's in the back this place has chimes so you like instead of just like jingle jingle like you open the door to go in and there's like
2: elves <laughs> are so goofy
0: <laughs> now, spot on yeah keep in mind you guys are backwater elves yourself Right. You've never been to the Great Parks, You've never been to Westmere. You vaguely know where the Athenwood is.
1: But these people don't know
0: that. These people don't know that. But there could be things here from, like, other parts of Elvish culture that are, like, more sophisticated than what you've ever been exposed to. Right.
1: But it does,
2: it seems sort of legit in some way. Like, you're like, okay, I get this is Elvish, but... Yeah. I don't know if that's truly... Okay, yeah. Do they
1: have any ribbons?
0: So, they have their liquor license. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well,
0: that. And their ribbons are in different parts of the room, so they've kind of got like themed parts of the room. You guys don't know very much about the different Elvish forests, but looking around and seeing like how the plants were arrayed, like oh, these leaves over here are similar; those leaves over there are similar. There's, you know, like, oh, do you wish to sit in the Athenwood? Like, where can I see? You? Oh, okay. Let me
1: guess. Esprit Forest. Not yeah. seen us. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: And so, like, they have ribbons in, like, each of those sections. Okay. As well as they have, like, the ribbons that show they paid, the, they have the flag that shows they paid their taxes, they have their liquor license, they, you know, like, all those sorts of things. Um, But so, yeah, so there are a few ribbons here that you presume belong to other forests.
1: I guess, uh... Don't have formal scouting training to probably, like... You can make
0: a geography check. Yes,
1: a geography check for, like, the elvish heraldry.
0: Yeah, because there might also be some human heraldry that you can...
1: How difficult is this?
0: This is going to be three purples. This is not something you've paid a whole lot of attention to.
1: Do I get a blue for being
0: an elvish scout? You get a blue for having recently spent a fair bit of time in Volos' manor.
1: Well, that's right. Yes. One success.
0: Okay. You're kind of going over in your head stuff like, okay, that looks like something I have seen in Volos's place.
1: Is it that they look familiar? Like, okay, these are clearly different Elvish forests, but I can't, I don't know which one's which.
0: So you do recognize some of these, like, art style. Those are definitely Elvish. And each of these Elvish ribbons is in a different part of the room and is accompanied by other ribbons that seem to be human ribbons. Okay. So you will presume that those human ribbons are related to the nearby human places to that that particular elvish place, but you don't have a really good grasp on the whole rest of this continent.
1: Is there a South Tower ribbon? That's like red, right? (laughs)
0: That's
1: a red triangle. I vaguely remember.
0: That is not shown here. Okay. The Weldon flag itself, the, the blue one with the gold edging, is not located near any of these tables. As far as the owners of this establishment are concerned, there are no local elves.
1: Sorry, I was going to ask about South Tower, but you said there's...
0: South no. Tower is local.
1: Okay, to this place. Yeah. As far as It's well not I'm
0: near concerned. any Elvish settlements. Okay. From okay. the perspective of the makers of this place. Understood. It is, but, you know. So this is like, yeah. There's
1: a bow on the wall.
0: When you're here, you're Elvish.
2: That's kind of true everywhere we go, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh, this is Elvish-themed restaurant, and this is what you guys chose.
2: Yep. I'm trying to think of what else they would have that would be... Because everything else is so pragmatic in our village, but I don't know if that's the case in there.
0: But style is of importance to elves. Like, you have nice architecture. Like, craftsmanship is is important to elves.
2: But there's stabs they, on the wall, Elfish. They,
0: there are, like, arrows and bows and stuff, but it's not, kind, it's not like, war trophy-ish. Right. <laughs> and... You enter, and there's the chime, and you like step in, and you take in this whole thing. And right. part of you is like, what the? <laughs> That's
2: and probably fancier than we're used to, because maybe, maybe we're just really pra- the pragmatic elves.
0: And you wanted your advantages spent on disposition. Mm-hmm. And so the person behind the bar says, welcome, visitors, from afar. Oh, from, from very far afar. Uh, Meg, Meg, get out here, quick, bring, bring off. Our finest uh, uh, what what vintage would you care to taste? Surprise us <laughs> Uh yes
1: we love surprises
0: <laughs> Our finest Elvish wine <laughs> So this guy like hurries out from behind his bar to like greet you in person would you like to sit in your own forest or perhaps uh I don't know what a great forest? Uh, just gonna
1: like look around like, for a little what, bit. Where are you mm. from? Oh, well, we're from Elvish Forest. Yeah, you
0: don't seem to have quite all the main Elvish Forests yeah. You need to make a charm check. Yes. I mean, he had an Elvish Consultant. You have any idea how much he paid? <laughs> I mean,
2: I can help and tell you I'm pretty sure there was an Elvish Consultant.
0: <laughs> you can have a blue dye from HEPA. This is a barkeep, though. Yes. They have one cool. And
1: I assume, like, three presents, because they're...
0: They do have three presents. Yeah.
1: One success, two advantage. Trick will like he'll take out one of his roll of ribbons and it's like and this looks the scouty di- yeah, one? has a different coloration than mm-hmm. his other ones. A yes is Lady Hebelonia of House Thrandaliles. <laughs> is Lady the the thing? I mean that's your you hold some status and rank, yeah. I didn't know You might was, not uh, feel
0: like you've you've quite gotten up to Lady yet, but someday people will address you as
2: Lady. Okay, her. okay, yeah. I'm not on the council learning. <laughs> no. Look, you know, I only
0: like, said like a hundred. Sorry. Hi, Lord Volos. Hi,
1: Lord Volos. Uh, yes, you haven't heard of the Esperin Forest? No, no. Baron Gwendry of South Tower, of course, passed through some uh, just a mere thirty odd years ago.
0: And he's like, oh, a celebrity.
2: <laughs> well, no, it sounds like they have everything like on this side of the river.
0: They also have the Great Forest, which is okay. to sort of the
2: northeast. But I mean,
1: you have Glens, and that's kind of a big.
0: There's, like, a cleanse display.
1: I mean, that's pretty nice. Like, Trick's not offended, right, I should right. say.
0: Oh, but you succeed with advantage. Yeah. Are you willing to put in a little bit of time to, like, get a couple tables set up dedicated to Esprim Forest?
1: Not just yet. He's like, well, it's. have to evaluate, make sure that oh, you've earned this. I see. Uh, but maybe tomorrow or the day after sometime, if you have space to accommodate our.
0: So when you have evaluated his establishment and are willing to like grade A it then he will be happy to talk with you about like where your forest is and like what human settlements are around it and things like that so that he can set up the appropriate things if yeah. you deem it worthy I mean, it looks. It's nice. a rare treat for him to have, like, actual elves stay here.
2: And what our our level of hospitality is if you don't get killed. Really? Yeah. <laughs> have I been it? murdered? No? All right. <laughs> Welcome to us, Where you're not going to get murdered. i got to
0: say, this probably. is ex- extremely different from, like, usually you're like, are they not going to like elves here? <laughs>
1: I they're, don't Kind of into it.
0: Yeah. Look, I it's a big city. Like, he seems good natured about it. It's up to you how cringy you feel this is. I don't
1: think Trick feels it, like, Trick likes his show.
0: Okay.
1: Trick also understands, like, this fellow is, like, putting on a show for mainly human travelers. Okay. Or other people in Weldon. And from what we've seen, like, this looks, you know, it's it's putting in a reasonably good effort. Okay.
2: Yeah, I don't think Hepa would be offended by anything like that. It's just interesting to see what they... Yeah,
1: just, like, surprised that... Okay.
2: Uh, Seems really nice in there. When
1: was the... And they're happy to see us. What? <laughs> yes. When was your last... What's a better word for elf than elf? When was like your last
0: When your was oh yes, when visit? was your
1: last Faye visitor?
0: Okay. Are there
2: many in the city? <laughs> You're going to the notebook. You're totally going
1: to get a job entertaining here. I think I have to.
0: He tells you that the most recent elvish uh, fae visitor that stayed here was actually about a week ago.
1: That recently.
0: If you wish to try to gain, like, specific information about that elvish visitor, then that's another role.
1: Yeah, I think that's interesting. Oh, really? Did they stay long
0: Did they say where they were heading? A charm check, I guess? It is a charm check. You can get a blue die if you actually, like, book the accommodations first.
1: Tricks idea, book accommodations.
0: Yeah, <laughs> this place is fun. You will be getting a private room for the two of you? I think so, yeah. Okay. So, what a
2: beautiful couple we are.
0: <laughs> so this place is going to cost two coins a night. That's a fair... For the two of you. Fair, fair price. I am not obeying realms of tearing off economics at all here.
1: But there's I just ten coins to, a night I something. just want
0: you to know this place is more expensive than the parting glass was.
1: I think that's fair. There is a, a measurable cost to it.
2: But that's how she judges all the places now is against the parting glass.
0: He's sure. like, oh, do you have a crossbow or knives?
2: <laughs> yeah, but she, but she will be judgmental because that wouldn't be in the spirit. Of...
1: Yep, we'll we'll book at least one night. Mm, probably probably two nights. is probably what we'll end up doing.
0: And then you're gonna get a blue dye on your charm check and remember that one cool is had by the bartender.
1: That's right. Is there a black type at all? Because this is like that's like private information that you don't normally get want to give out about your guests. I don't know if you if that exists in this universe, even really.
0: You would not be able to, like, get away with this at the parting glass, where privacy is part Uh, of what they offer. That's a good point. But knowledge of elvishness is what they offer here. That's true. Anything this elf didn't want him to know should have been hidden.
1: (laughs) One success, one threat, one triumph. Okay.
2: Good. We'll know a lot about this elf. When the magical flare went up, that went up, draws them back.
0: (laughs) Uh, He tells you it was a it was a sad affair, uh, actually. Um, his elvish lady was was in town for the funeral of uh, one of the local lords. Who, uh, I mean, he passed away from from age. You know, it, it wasn't a surprise really. Uh, he you know he lived a long and good life of great service to Wesnoth. And you know it was kind of touching that you know an elf should travel so far to see uh, a man of such prominence on his final days. These guy like, where is Esperin again? Is that anywhere near the Ethereal Or... Uh, near South Tower, perhaps you're familiar with. Oh, the Southern Outpost.
1: That's that's the old name. It's
0: gotten a little bigger since the.
1: The, the I believe uh, people of Resnoth call it the the Barony of South Tower. Hepa's just nodding, whatever. <laughs> you know, when he says, Oh, the Southern Outpost,
0: she's nodding. <laughs> uh,
1: perhaps you've heard of the Spring Bloom Festival.
0: You say that, and he's like, Oh, right, right, yes, some performers and some merchants make the uh, he doesn't quite say treacherous make the, the the difficult journey up that way
1: yeah through um, the wilderness
0: for for the spring bloom festival it's you know apparently rather quaint
1: A quaint local festival
0: yeah but you know good to bring you know uh some civilization to the to the border
1: hmm. <laughs> trying to decide how trick <laughs> is going to react to that <laughs> he was like the festival itself was actually quite nice totally fine <laughs> and he doesn't care that like south tower is being called podunk
0: yeah,
2: I... I mean, and, they always think they're civilizing. That's may, okay. yeah. maybe, Humans, I should,
0: maybe I should choose slightly different words there, because what I wanted his words to convey was that, like, the human settlement is... Maybe, like, tiny he's order. bringing some... Col- bringing culture there. Oh, yes, okay, yes. Bringing culture to these outlying human settlements. Yeah,
1: that I think makes sense.
0: Yeah, so that yeah. way, not that yeah. you guys are barbarians, That, like, Alex is country bumpkins. Totally is. You had a triumph on this and so you do learn that the Elvish lady's name is Ethelial. He had said that it was sad and you have this triumph here. So like he he kinda like tells you everything. Yeah like he tells you like everything over like the bottle of (laughs) Elvish wine he gives you, right? About how just like she had a very sad and worn bearing about her. Which is like like really pulls the heartstrings to see like, you know, normally joyful elves. Crushed by the weight of the world.
1: <laughs> we're, we're Little as you know, we're just basically teenagers. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're happy.
1: <laughs> Deed is not nearly as often we're confronted with mortality. Oh, maybe they were good friends? Yes, they were just good friends.
0: He tells you that um, Sir Dioran, the noble who died, um, had spent a good amount of his career down in Curloth province near the Athenwood. Like, had done some significant work for Wesnoff down there. So, uh, yeah, it's possible. Uh, they had become friends. And he kind of, like, downplays, like, that there was any tension between elves and humans down there.
1: I mean, look, because he runs a elf-friendly establishment.
0: Yeah. So, well, do you have any specific questions to ask? If, if you feel like you've gathered enough um, gossip, that's fine. But... Just
1: if she said she was heading right back home or if she was sticking around the oh. town for a while.
0: Uh, he says no. No, it's very sad. She, she said she has no home. She has no home. He doesn't know, like, whether she was moving on completely. Like, she stayed in his establishment for a night or two and actually had Sir Dioran, like, here for dinner on one of his last nights on this earth. Essentially, like, rented out the, <laughs> the restaurant. Say, yeah. he, he likes to think it's because, like, his Athenwood section is so, like... So on listened. point, so yeah. authentic. Right. And, you know, maybe because Sir Duren died the next day, maybe it was too painful for her to come back here. So she might still be in town staying somewhere else, and he doesn't fault her for that, if that's the case.
1: Well, will try and tie him in.
2: So she, he's saying she was already sad before
1: the guy died? I mean, I assume she knew she was dying.
0: Yes, but he's also said that she apparently does not have a home, so she might have other things to be sad about.
2: I was just learning a little bit of mental healing, so
0: HEPA's <laughs> like, like in her mind going, You'll you become happier, you'll become happier.
1: <laughs> can't give her a uh, Depp and concoction, though. That, that would not have well. There's other things. But no,
2: HEPA's just thinking about that. And is that a mental affliction? Is that sad? I think that's like, just sadness. What's the
0: difference between sadness and clinical depression?
2: Or trauma and just
1: being scared.
0: Oh, important things for a medical elf to consider. Mm
1: -hmm. But this place also has a stage that we call as the successive.
0: Yes, it has a stage, and there are instruments. Irrelevant. Right, I'm just letting you know, there are supposedly elvish instruments mounted on the wall behind this stage. Maybe they're used in these other forests, and it's not a tradition used in yours.
1: Yeah, trick is looking at these, like these look completely foreign. I think to Yeah, we don't
0: seem
2: to do much fun stuff. So. <laughs> You're
0: the ones who said like there isn't even really dancing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, you probably are the most pragmatic of elves. Uh, oh but my gosh, only... We are
1: a country forest.
0: <laughs> there are like like small lyre, harp type things, and then also like some
1: pipes. I have another question, not really about elves. Is there one of? I guess Glamour themselves does not have a banner. It's undundant banner that.
0: Glomer indicated to you that they kind of, like, refresh their flag supply from, like, whatever the last place they have visited are, essentially taking the hospital they experienced and carrying it with them. And so, in the case of recently, they had the undumbed flags. You also know that Glomer uh, perhaps got kicked out of their own home to begin with.
1: The trick's only, like, vaguely aware. Right, right, right. check, but yeah.
0: So does not necessarily have Nalga ribbons in stock.
1: A number of exiles roaming around.
0: Yeah. So you don't see any on Dunban.
1: Right, because that's also nothing as far as Walsh
0: is concerned. (laughs) It's on the other side of the river. That's even more remote than our forest. The other side of the river is part of West now, but it wasn't, like, for a long time. Disputed territory. Or not even disputed as much as lawless.
1: Or are, are all those, uh, you know, rum runners.
0: You can enjoy some fine Elvish wine here, and the menu of food is like... Why is everything, like,
1: great forest lamb, Ethan <laughs> wood salad?
0: Yeah, there's a lot of just, like... I mean, they don't have menus, right? It's more like they, they like, list the food choices. But it seems like you have four food choices, like, one for each barst, or something like that.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know what? Hepa's happy to ask questions about. I mean, she's pretty sure there was a consultant. She doesn't know if the food's authentic, but she can at least sort of pretend like it is and ask questions about it. Be like, oh, is this common in Athenwood? I've never been. You know, or just like ask about the differences of the different things
1: if she. can And, learn. and
0: he'll tell you about like working with a, an elven chef essentially to like work up the menu.
1: Verified authentic. It was actually just a guy with some ears. Being <laughs> yeah. Done.
0: Some elf who'd just gotten kicked out of their forest. <laughs> and they were like, sweet gig, it's been a month consulting at this place. <laughs> so you have expressed interest to this fellow about performing?
1: Trickle sale, I notice you have a stage here. You've got a bunch of instruments, but have you ever hosted a storyteller with some authentic Elvish
0: stories? Elvish lore?
1: Well, you know, you understand certain, certain things are held to be only known by elves, but there are certainly other stories. That
0: I was share. like, no,
1: there's not. <laughs> but she say
0: that. Uh, Well, certainly anything that you can share, we've, uh, I'm sure our, our clientele would be fascinated. Our
1: secrets about... Well, well, I suppose I could share just one or two secrets. They won't mind.
0: So if you're willing to like perform tonight, then that gives him time to like send out runners to like, yell at street criers. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, street criers.
0: <laughs> yeah, really, it's a city. Like, elves in town, Elves in town. <laughs> uh,
1: You can let them know that uh, Trick Manning will be.
0: Trick Manning. Sharing
1: up. some story, Elvish stories.
0: L- Lord Trickman? Oh
1: no, let's not.
0: Just because you did introduce her I Lady I know. did. You know, Trick maybe yeah. has
1: some claim. He doesn't know.
0: He's Right, right. So he's just put... a
1: storyteller. Okay. Elvish storyteller. Okay. He doesn't think Breda would mind if he referred to himself that way.
0: No, Breda would not mind at all. Breda believes that, that you have that that calling.
2: You are an elvish storyteller. So far, you probably
0: have more experience than...
1: A half-elf telling half-truths.
0: <laughs> GM Jennifer here. The Battle for Esnaf video game is a tactical turn-based strategy game that also involves some resource management. Each unit needs to be paid its level in gold every turn. The standard day-night cycle has six parts, dawn, morning, afternoon, dusk, first watch, and second watch. This is the source of my payment schedule for mercenaries in Roger's caravan. The day-night cycle also provides bonuses or penalties to units based on their alignment. The four alignments are chaotic, neutral, lawful, and liminal, Most elvish units are neutral, getting no bonuses, and most dunefolk units are liminal, getting bonuses at dawn and dusk. So you may sometimes hear us reference those things. I don't cue closely to it in my adversary stat blocks, but sometimes it results in a setback here or a boost there. You've been listening to Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for West video game and played using Edge Studio's Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Jen, and our players were Lex and Daniel. For the serialized narrative write up of this adventure, visit us at diceystories.com. Our character art is by Del Borovic. See her work at delborovic.com. Our music is sampled from Return to Westnoth by Matthias Westland, a.k.a. West, licensed under CC by SA 4.0, part of the Battle for Westnoth project. Visit them at westnoth.org. Until next time, This is Dicey Stories reminding you the only thing that separates you from knowledge is experience.